0: Do you have me? Okay. You are listening. You are listening. You have unlocked more intel. Paul Cook talks. Podcast. He does other things too. Mm, mm, mm. I love St. Louis. That's one thing I have missed most about not being on the radio uh, is chatting St. Louis and compelling things at least to me one of them is the most famous jane doe case in the city of st louis is a murder that they have never found out who did it but they've also never found out who she was this really never happens you might think it happens all the time who is it we never find out in st louis there's only one major case of this a Jane Doe in 1983 and a homicide cop in St. Louis has been investigating it since then. I think Sarge is retired now, but he is famous for this. And one of the most incredible things about this famous unsolved mystery in St. Louis is he found someone trying to take the you know copper out of an old building, found a body in a basement. And of course, Homicide showed up and they go down there and they see someone female dressed up like maybe uh, working on the street, maybe a prostitute kind of look. And the only thing was her head was missing. This is pretty crazy stuff. We are going to talk to Sarge about it and where things are in my next podcast. So you've got to hear that. The most incredible thing, though. They realized this looked like an adult woman. It was a child. I mean, think of all of those elements of this tragedy and not even knowing who it is. A lot of people are on it, investigating it, but we're going to talk to Sergeant Bragoon, the man who will tell us more. I want to say, you know, in my last podcast, Paul Cook Talks, paulcooktalks.com, I mentioned that a famous doctor-therapist by the name of Dr. Stephen Hassan, he said, we're no longer living in the age of information, like everyone says and still says. He said, now it's the age of influence, influencers everywhere. And I think that can be a major problem for our kids. As a parenting kind of communication guy, I think that has caused major, major troubles for our kids that we don't even know. During pandemic, I noticed that my daughters who are into social media, just like everybody else, were watching videos with influencers for most of the time. Now, we as adults, maybe are on Facebook with friends and, you know, there's some influencer stuff in there. But then that statistic came out. It was the Link between mental illness and social media, that you have a higher risk for mental illness once you reach three hours a day of social media. Think about that. And all of the various elements of mental illness, depression, anxiety, these internal conflicts that happen. And so I was looking at it, investigating it. And I realized a lot of this, in my view, is because influencers create an artificial world that kids think is real, not all of them, but what you really need to check is your child's advertising literacy, advertising literacy or advertiser literacy, because many kids don't know that that's a totally contrived world made up falsely somewhere else to look perfect. And I realized how contrived it was two ways. Number one, during the pandemic, influencers were putting out videos of them on the beach with no masks. These were contrived photos that had already been taken, that they had paid to go to a certain area. And they do that. They'll take a busload of people somewhere, take these perfect pictures, and then act like it's a real situation. And I think it sets up agony, conflict, kind of a twist of confusion in our kids that there's a better world out there. It's kind of like a really warped FOMO. And in the Midwest, it's even worse. People are flying over us, we think, to this better world. And there's a conflict with our kids. What can you do? You can go over and take a little time on their advertiser literacy. Do they know that's fake? Do they know that's not real? What I say is just talk to them about it and then say, point out some things. Now, does this seem real? Why would they make it look this way? And as you bring up their advertising literacy and this, there's a lot of data on this, you will find that artificial world is not so real to them as it is to us. Like we know a radio commercial. Oh yeah, it sounds great, but it's advertising. You know, we get that, but they are spending so much time and it's called a parasocial relationship that they are so close. They almost think it's real. It's pretty crazy. The executive producer and creator of the HBO documentary came out in February and it's called Fake Famous. He made three people Insta-famous and how he contrived and made up these videos and looked like they were on a plane out, you know, going to Egypt during pandemic, by the way. They were looking through a toilet bowl. The the toilet seat looked like a window. It's incredible. But he said he said what he learned the most, making people insta famous, was it's all about making other people feel worse. The viewer, the person following, feel worse. End quote. That's what he said. So imagine an industry created to make you feel bad about your life. I'm telling you, I propose to do a TEDx talk on this because people need to know. And check this out. You might think, "Oh, that's not a big deal." At the end of 2021, the influencer industry will gross 13.8 billion dollars with a B. Just 5 years ago in 2016, 1.7 billion. Now 13.8 billion. It's not going anywhere these artificial expectations coming at our kids. Mm, I'm so flattered and appreciative that you hit play. My main goal with these podcasts is to have you hopefully hitting back 15 seconds rather than forward 15 seconds or however yours works. I don't want anything to be longer than 15 minutes. Sitting through long podcasts really sucks. Unless I've got like a super compelling interview. These should be short. Hall Cook. Talks more beep coming. Beep. 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 Beep.